Michael, you start. Welcome, everyone. Michael, Michael you start. Welcome back. Start. Michael, to, Michael, to you start. Chris, who's always hey, here. On. He's here every episode. I'm trying to enjoy I, joy It's, it's like the he's world. the other host or something. It's weird. Chris always shows up. Um, you know. Oh, I, I, you keep trying to He just breaks into my apartment. I create a new account. And it's true. I create a new account. Chris has been banned from ShitFic like 80 Sorry. times. It's it's wild. Uh, welcome everyone to ShitFic, a podcast where Chris and I yell at each other for 50 minutes and you get to hear it. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. really it's a podcast where we read shit, but realistically Chris and I do just shout at each other for 50 minutes. And this time, Mostly. we've got a part two yeah. episode, so... Oh. Not the last episode, but the episode before that, we had Ryan on. And Hello. we came up with a story. And well, we haven't introduced now you Ryan's yet. This back. is a secret. It's what? a, it's a reintroduction. Go. Yeah. This is the casual episode. I'm keeping things casual this time. And so those of you who are listening have probably heard the title before anyway. It's you, you true. It's those, true. Those who are listening know why they're here. Yeah. And again, this is a part two episode. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back to that. It's two episodes ago. Again, not the previous episode, but the episode before that one. Go, go listen to that. It will be called Too Good to Quit, although this will also be called Too Good to but Quit. But the two will be T-W-O. Yeah, yeah. Too, numeric too, too good, to good to quit. quit. Base 10. Uh-huh. Base 10. Anyways. Oh, you keep going. Oh, yeah. I don't so, know why so, I tried to take to, reins. <laughs> to, to get us started. It was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, so none of us did our homework. So the whole idea was that we were going to come back and finish the story that we created, but we forgot the story. So each of us is going to try to recap what we think the story is about, and then we're going to go from there. So who would like to go first? I'll go first. I'll tell you what I remember. You're the guest anyway, so let's hear it. So what I think we have, and there's a detective, but none of them we have names for yet, I know that. Oh, yeah. Um... Who just gets every single case right. No margin for error. Just completely accurate at every single accusation he makes. And there's, uh, he meets someone who he wants to train to be his replacement. And his his goal is to, like, show that he's, like, no longer good at his job. So he can go off and, like, retire and have his replacement replace him. Yeah, no, as replacements <laughs> do. Uh, <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> but, but the girl <laughs> that he finds a replacement. What was her name? Does anyone remember? We gave her a name. We did? Phil- Philippi? What? Philippi? Philippi? I, I don't think it was Philippi. Philippi James? Philippi James? I thought it began with a P, though, so I think you're you're on the right track. Okay, P is actually... I was going to start let's, with that. Let's not call her P. <laughs> P stands for the P. name. P stands for the, for, the, for the name. But P is actually the super secret, like, mafia boss. Janet. You're Janet. Right. Janet. Janet. Thank you, Janet. Sir. Janet. That was not starting with a P. Janet is this not so like Philippi. Janet is this mafia boss who secretly wants to like, pull off this ultimate crime and is using said detective like to her, her own means and the story ends like this whole accusation thing and then he ends up believing oh it's janet to like make himself look bad so he can do it, you know retire and they're like oh my gosh it was janet and then janet gets like you know arrested and he's like oh man you know and then the and then the story ends that's what I, that's the bare bones of what i remember yeah but i think we, i think see. we gave him like the detective like a little more oomph in the I know story. we did. Like, I know we did. He's well, he's giving it. Tell tell your recap. Yeah, well, what's your recap? So my, huh? my recap is if is you're most, so positive, my, if you're so positive, I am positive. Don't beat I'm, up Ryan. I'm a happy not on camp- our podcast. No, I'm Chris, going off. This of is his, why I like you. Thing, is that the like the detective we gave a little bit more to? Where like 
I think when we started talking about it, it was one of those things where we were like, yeah, the detective is just gonna like be wrong and dumb, but it's like, no, there's, there is an actual crime that's been committed and he wants to actually solve it, but he wants Janet to be the one to like right. do, the, do the rundown of it. Right. So we did that. So I forget if we changed. Well, what's your, I forgot if we you changed the your recap? When are you giving your recap? I'm just going off of what Ryan said. I yeah. don't like. So I, we're not doing separate recaps? If you, have, if you have an entirely different recap you want to do, but I don't think people want to listen to the three of us say pretty much the same thing because what same Ryan said thing. is basically what I was going to well, say. I mean, you say that, Kinda. but as a listener, I do enjoy it when people's. There wasn't the human, human connection. Up. I wanted the human connection. Well, Chris, what folks. do you remember that, that both of us missed? Um, I remember he's going to accuse Janet at the end and say, Janet, it's all. All you and then Jan's gonna be like, no, it's the shopkeeper. But uh, but uh, got, wasn't it the museum well, actually, curator? Wait, no, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> is Janet the curator? No. How old is Janet? Because Janet's been behind every single one of his cases. Uh, uh, my, I'm not even. That's that's. We gotta discover that later. She's probably. Anyways, she, she's a little bit older, probably. I mean, it's yeah. just timeline-wise, she would have to she, be. Yeah. She put bombs in um uh detective's museum piece. Yes. And Janet stole the museum piece. No, he stole the no, museum. We piece. No, 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 well, he know, we changed he it. No, we changed it. He doesn't do any crime anymore. He's it. not doing any crime. Although I kind of wish he did. You know, I've had feelings since the last episode, <laughs> everybody. I've had feelings. You've thought a lot about this, haven't you? Oh, every night. Every <laughs> night before I go to bed, I cry myself to sleep, thinking about how the detective could be a murderer. But instead, we decide to make him a good person. And I say, how dare you? How dare you? Well, we already have one bad person. I think it's... I think it, it's good to balance it out with one person who's like doing something for the right reasons, even if. It's yeah, just I would say I would say having one protagonist and one antagonist in any story is a good good choice to make. <laughs> right, go yeah. for the Oscars, rather than no, two antagonists. Going for the hey, no do protagonists. Do people do that often? Who is the protagonist and who is the antagonist? Are they both bad people? Are they both good Speaking people? Speaking of the Oscars, I don't mean to side tangent, but did anyone watch the Oscars this no. year? This is a show about God, fiction, no. so I was just curious. We're on a timer, folks! Hey, you know. It... When the timer runs out, Sydney is going to cut the feed. Chris is really and... worried about this timer. Should, well, should we have if, the if end of the... If there wasn't a timer. Should we have a time, like, a time race in our movie to, to up the stakes in the end? Like, maybe he has, like, a certain amount of time to get something well, done. Well, let's say that, like, the, the time race is, like, because we decided the reason he he, like the inciting incident is what he was like looking at his calendar or something at all of the events in his life he missed and all of the different things so like what if there's like this festival in hawaii or something that he wants to go to <laughs> what and if he's it's like fire I... festival he wants to go to fire festival before he realizes <laughs> what it is <laughs> or he wants to go to the ren fair uh, he wants to go to the ren fair and he's like i've i missed the ren fair every single year because i've been a detective <laughs> and all i want to do is get dressed up with my nerdy friends and go eat some mutton and i've missed it and i'm like 75 now so i don't have much time left so i'm fucking going to the ren fair this year so i gotta i, I gotta like, not be a detective by june wouldn't you kind of he has to want to dress up cool as something he was like uh what if he had a tragic backstory no. what if he has a dead wife I, that he wanted to go to the ren fair, I think the ren fair I no. but he never got to see go i don't want it to be tragic i want it to be like he's I just like, like, he's I, fed up i want him like, to put on like this terrible cosplay that he's been dreaming of putting on and go to the Ren Fair. Like, I wanted to have this terrible, like, nerdy passion. He needs to be, okay. I want him to be a furry. It's like, I want to go out and live my furry <laughs> dreams at the Ren Fair. <laughs> 
This is turning into a whole different movie. <laughs> this went from being too a detective show quit. to uh, NSFW. This is. This is in all seriousness, uh, let's make like them all right furries. Now. They're all furries now. That will be in our final. That, that's not. But what anyway, I was so all right, we let's 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 like go through the story now, scene by scene, because that's where we basically left off last time. Is we had the overview, but we didn't do like a scene by scene type of type okay. of thing. So. Scene the one, opening, cold open. Yeah, the opening, I think we all agreed, was like a timeline or like a whatever. Of, of montage. Yeah, montage, there it is, thank you. Of like him becoming a detective and then like solving the cases and stuff. But throughout the montage, you see him like missing events in his life. And as time goes on, you see him getting slowly sadder and sadder and missing more and more. Like he misses birthdays, misses different things, and he's just tired of it to where like the montage ends. And I don't know, like, is he looking at a calendar and it's like marked Renfair coming up and he's like, I can't miss it again. And it's like some noir thing. He's smoking. He's like, all my life, I've missed every event. But not this one. <laughs> not anymore. Maybe he's looking out of his window. Maybe he lives right next to the red <laughs> Yeah, he sees it out of his window. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh, it's here he's, again. <laughs> he sees all of the. He sees that the Ren Fair is going until the end of the week, and he's like, I could be out there. But instead, I'm <laughs> too busy be me. solving these I, fucking crimes. <laughs> I need a replacement. He calls in and he says, I'm not. I'm. I quit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this next case. Like, what well, you're putting like, up your museum? Uh, well, you know, they're putting up your your statue. But, you can't quit now. You know, like, yeah, like, the, oh, but, the, the, but the a small child is very sad. And then he says, fuck it, fine, whatever. Yeah, the the head like, of police is like, you can't quit. Without you, crime will run rampant in this town. We need you. And the detective is like, fuck, I got to find a replacement. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't just leave them. These dummies. So at this point, we should cut. Dummies at the police at station. At this point, we can do one of two things. We can keep on him or we can cut to like Janet's point of view and show her like going to the police officer as like the mob boss. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's we at this point cut to, I don't know if it's we cut to the crime like a crime being committed or if we cut to like or if we wait to reveal a crime has happened or anything and we cut to janet who's like outside of his detective shop and sees the help wanted sign or something like which which path do you two like i think either would be cool but if we could do that we could do make it cool though um and set, leave like a breadcrumb trail to show that janet's up to something but we don't know what uh and at the end it's revealed but also why <laughs> janet <laughs> thank our producer just detective shop <laughs> Where you buy detectives. I that I called it a detective shop. I'm, st- I'm sticking with it. It's the yeah. sign above. He's he's a nerd. So the sign above says ye old detective shop. Shop, S-H-O-P-E. Oh, of course. Absolutely. You get to play dress up. What if you actually get to play dress up and Jan is one of his favorite customers who likes to come up all the time. He's like, wait, this woman, she loves doing my little escape room. What if he owns an escape room? Why would she? He uses his actual murders <laughs> no. as like. Chris just does not like the story we've been creating and wants to change it to be something else. <laughs> I got ideas, guys. I got ideas. <laughs> I'm the idea man. If someone took the three of us and like we're like, hey, you three are going to be in charge of a show for a season, the show would have like 30 different arcs. <laughs> Absolutely. And none of them would have an ending. They're like Game of Thrones yes. on drugs. Like so many things happening at once. Cannot keep track. Just new characters would be introduced. <laughs> Anyways, we're on a timer. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah so... anyway, so 
So it cuts from so like why did- him being all sad and be like the detective or the lead police officer being like, you can't quit to a crime being set up. Bombs are being placed around the museum. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Enter. Well, if they already found the bombs, then it's kind of done, right? Well, what? If they, if they found the bombs. They didn't find then... the bombs. We, as the audience, are seeing the mob setting up the bombs. And then enter Janet. Yeah, and then it cuts to Janet, who's so outside does... of okay. the old detective shop. <laughs> But also, why are we, why are we, uh, why, why Janet? Is Janet the only one applying for this position no, in this economy? No, but Janet has a motive. Janet's goal is to get inside the, like, the policing operation. Why did he pick Janet? Also, well, that's what we're getting into. I'm assuming that, like, he probably has a trial we have a... run that he's going to give. And so that's going to be, like, part of the thing, is there's going to be some, like, small crime. But why Janet, though? Because she's applying. Out of all the other applicants. He's probably already done it with the other applicants. Hell, we can even and show... They suck? We can even cut it to, like, he's kicking someone out of the shop being like, that's the worst detective work I've ever seen. Get yeah, out of here. And then Janet sees this, and is like, hey, I have a way in. Shows up, and then goes to the whole and routine. And is like, yeah. So what's her first trial well, also, that gets her... Also, Janet would be really good at solving crimes if she knew like if she committed them so like he could see her like solving these crimes be like oh, oh you're really good exactly be like, yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. okay i like that okay that's kind of yeah, cool. so janet starts like ratting out her her own people being like ah it was jimmy bob that stole the fish <laughs> and it's like whoa how'd you know that and she's like i'm just that good mm-hmm. okay cool okay we got a scene and so then we could wonder is so that our first scene, <laughs> we got we could, a scene so there's some witty banter between the two and we could wonder through the movie says, i don't if he's like oh, is he oh my sexist gosh, should like he be me. sexist should this be a girl boss movie? That's what I'm asking. I think this is a very pleasant, fun movie. Yeah. We need, I think we the need tone, more female This has like a bunny tone of this is There, light. I said it. I said it. More female organized crime. Well, that's what Janet okay? is, Chris. She's the leader of a whole exactly. like, mob. <laughs> so is this a girl boss movie? Do we want it to be a girl boss movie? It's not this so far. This is my <laughs> They're called... MLMs? MLMs. What is it? Men loving men? <laughs> <laughs> That's what M- multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, it's a oh, scheme. I see. Oh, that's female organized crime. Multi-level marketing oh, that's usually clever. targeted women slash run by women. That's a good joke. I uh, like that joke. I like that. That went, Everyone... that went over all of our heads. <laughs> all, you know, all the, three the, of us were we like, we could workshop um... that. We could work. That's a good joke. I would put that in a script. That needs a bit more female organized crime. And then Sydney pops in and says, "Honey, that's multi-level marketing schemes." And then the whole fucking theater collapsed. And I love that. And if you like, <laughs> that's podcasts. a good one. That's a good. <laughs> That is a good joke. I think we broke our producer. Can we get a clap going? Can we get a clap? This is a very non-patronizing clap. We're getting so (laughs) off topic of this podcast. We've done like three times already. Should that be her her mob boss? Keep explaining the joke. (laughs) Anyway, so we've now been watching for a couple of scenes, the trials of Janet, right? And she's threatening out different people and the detective is getting more and more impressed. But then the real crime happens, right? Like the statue is blown up and priceless gems from the museum are stolen and stuff like that and like this is a big deal oh so the bombs actually go off i thought they discover the bombs in the end no i i imagine that like the reason like the detective is so involved is because this is like a major crime like people people got hurt this is like a a holy shit moment for for him well then it's not fun anymore i I disagree it's not like 
think it can oh, still have it be fun. It just makes it more serious. It just yeah, like it matters more. Yeah. He sees a statue bolt up. He's like, oh my gosh, if we solve this, it's not only my way out, but I just feel good about, you know, solving it anyway. So it works out for everyone. Yeah, well, and it's, and again, we need him to like want to solve the crime. And if there's just like petty crimes being committed, he's all like through the trials, he's already seen that Janet can handle that. So this is like the But final. this is like, a, yeah, yeah. This is like a major thing where he's like, all right, you know, you've been helping out and like solving shit, but like now you and I need to work together to actually solve this. And, you know, it makes Janet a little nervous because she's like oh shit now he's getting like actually involved before I was just like trying to take his place. Also how am I going to hide this from him? Well then the motive gets a little muddy there though how? doesn't it? What do you mean? Why would she be trying to like trying to get involved if she knows that he's about because to Because if she's the replacement start. if she's the replacement detective then she's the detective for like the rest of the, like, the next 20-30 years or so. However long she keeps the job any crime she commits she can just be like oh this person did it to take the blame <laughs> off herself. She essentially owns the city and is her own like her own police but I'm talking about specifically in this one case. Why wouldn't she wait to set off the bombs after he's well, retired? Well, I would imagine uh, it's like, because she's robbing a museum, right? So it's maybe some like moving artifact or or something. Uh, you know, that's what they do for all museum heist movies is the, mm. the reason it has to be when it has to be is because there is a specific item that they're going after. Or there's like uh, competition so, that they're trying to like get before these other people do in the city. So like, it's like a, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a race. Okay. Interesting. Chris is asking all the but important he, questions. Also, he doesn't get it by the end, though. Well, he does. That's no, he thing, does. Right? Well, he accidentally, but he thinks it's somebody else, though, right? Yeah, he actively gets this case wrong. Is The the whole th the whole ending of this movie is he does actively get this case wrong. I think we established mm -hmm. that he thinks it's the museum curator by the end yeah. of it. And, and he accuses Janet as, not a joke, but as, like, a final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, all right, okay. Janet... Like, Janet, you, you know, do the rundown, and Janet does, like, her whole rundown at the end of the movie, where it's like, it was the museum curator, and the police, the lead police officer is like, I'm just curious what your thoughts are, uh, detective guy, because, you know, you've been in this town a while, and the detective's like, Psh, I thought it was Janet. And, like, it, he then well, does, he like, a joke. Well, he has to be Janet accusation he, Well, he first. can make it as a joke, too. It's because like, oh, there would be no reason for him to do it after. No, I, well, sure, fair. <laughs> and we're done. That's it. <laughs> we're done. That's it. We well, I, I was just imagining folks. that like Janet does her thing, and then when the the lead police officer is like, "Well, what did you think, detective? How come you didn't like? You're usually the one to do these big wrap ups. How come you didn't do it?" And he's like. I got it wrong. I thought it was my assistant yeah, the whole time. Yeah. And here's X, Y, and Z, Y. And then he realizes X, Y, and Z actually connect. And he's like, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. I like that. I right. like that. <laughs> like that. That should be how it does. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I like accusing Janet first before. But then Janet accusing. doesn't get her chance to like say her thing. And then, like, I feel like... Well, then, but that would be, like, her... It would be, like, her, like, big, like, moment of, like, proving him wrong. Be like, no! What are but you she gets that moment. You're but wrong. She gets that moment anyway. He'll be like, "Oh, it's Janet," and you, they'll be like, "You all still need an act too. We're aware, Sydney. <laughs> We're aware. We just yeah. are now fighting about We're the end." <laughs> oh, is this not act this, two? I thought this was say... act two. No, the accusation stuff is at the very end. We've gone from training to the crime being committed. Granted, act two really can be summed up as they do investigation. Yeah, but the. But that's kind of, but we would have to come up with some fun. Oh, sure. Fun but, that's if, but that's if we were getting paid for this. <laughs> they have a car chase. I'm not getting paid. Too. So I'm coming up with they investigate as my act too. <laughs> they go through different places. They talk to different people. 
he learns that she's like good at her job that's essentially what it is it's a it's a classic detective story it's like a they have there's there's some person that they're chasing that you know the audience thinks is the villain and it turns out they're just some like person who's like cheating on their significant other and it's like ah so you suck but you're not the one that committed the crime it's like a buddy cop movie almost simmering sexual tension between the two so that's that's our act too (laughs) we did it folks <laughs> this is our newest episode of Lazy Writer. <laughs> Where we can make lots of money by coming up with small ideas. <laughs> we Probably just say shit happened, and that's the story. We haven't even figured out the ending yet. I still think, well, I disagree with Janet going, because why would they investigate? I thought it would be like, you know, like they're investigating Janet while Janet's giving her speech about how it's the shopkeeper, it's the gift shop mad and then they're like and he's like that's my girl and then they're like wait we found bomb making material at her house but i thought the whole point was that the detective is supposed to falsely yeah like in- inaccurately accuse yeah. her so no one can like if police find bombs in her car why like why would they be investigating her car if he's and they like, wouldn't ah, investigate her at all until the because detective starts he- putting clues together he's falsely accusing her so that like she can be like no it's not me but if if he Um, accuses her and then they go to start like investigating her car or whatever why would she stick around why to like give her rundown at that point she's like because he they're like going to investigate me i gotta get out of here because he's actually right well she's surrounded and like like you know it's obviously gonna be pretty fucking whatever if literally right as she's accused she's just like fuck when she has like a a way out of being like no it's not me or something like that leave your comment to decide which ending you would like to see realistically both (laughs) endings are the exact same just slightly different (laughs) the protagonist gets it right and there's a happy ending you just decide how it happens yeah. I just feel like it's not climactic to have her just give the... the I think it's a fun... That's not much of a, a fun That's twist. what, like, I think that's what every, like, detective mystery story is, is it's always a debrief. Well, if they knew, like, if that's typically fun, if, like, we, the audience, don't know what's going on. I thought that we established like, that the audience doesn't know that Janet's the bad guy. I thought we were going to leave well, breadcrumbs like, throughout, but, but we don't but what actually she's know. Going right. to be, yeah. But what she's going to be giving is the accusation against the shot. And then brother. he gives his so, against And we've Janet, been following and that. realizes that, oh, wow, these actually make sense. Wait a second. And then, like, people do their research, and then, like, you know, boom, it was Janet. Yeah. Maybe. And then he doesn't get to retire, and he's like, fuck. Which leaves room for the sequel. Exactly. (laughs) The end of this movie is just him sitting where he started, just being like, ugh. (laughs) He watches the Ren Fair being just No, no. Then someone from the Ren Fair comes to him and is like, There's a case. There's been a crime. (laughs) Cut to credits. Oh, that's kind of like, like, I'm going to the Red Fair. And then, you know, yeah. He's like, I can combine my two things. It's the dream. It's all immoral about combining your passions. That's the theme of this entire movie. You can't leave. It's a a mixture. Yeah, it's like follow your passion, but also realistically know what you're good at. Yeah. Alright, I thought we were gonna cast this last time. Do we want to cast this? I still want the detective. Not the detective. I want the police officer 
uh, chief. The head of police. Danny DeVito. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Chief of police is Danny we DeVito. We have no other characters. We have two characters, guys. We have, we have four. We have the museum curator. We have uh, the detective. We have Janet. And we have the, the head of the police. And we can do like one or two. We can also like, and we could throw in some other one characters. One or two criminals and one or two like police officers that show up. And also like someone who they, like like you said, one or two criminals. But like the criminal is like the person that they're chasing in, in a couple of the different scenes or whatever. Like I said before where it's like, ah, we gotcha. And it's like, ah, no, you were just cheating on your person. All right. Who do we want to be the detective? How old is the detective? He's an old man. So does that mean Janet's like an old, old woman then, considering she's older than him? Uh, I imagine... She could be a little bit younger. I imagine her... She can be 40. ...as, like, Kate Blanchett is who I imagine Janet as. I do love a lesbian. I was thinking a bit, like, younger, like... (laughs) Well, I don't even know if she... I don't even think I was thinking longer, like, Mila Kunis, but, like... Kate a damn works. good lesbian. Our producer wanted Catherine Tate. I gotta, I gotta look up what is. she looks like. Neither do who I. She looks like. Googling who that is. <laughs> I don't know who she is either. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know her. Let's have Stephen Yoon be the detective. Oh, he's, no, he's, he's too young. young. But I do agree. He would, he would make a good like prequel early detective. Uh, I like, I like Catherine Ooh. Tate as, as she looks like a Janet. She does. <laughs> All right. So Catherine Tate is, is our Janet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just about to Google old actors. Anthony Hopkins. With Steven Yoon as the younger version of him. <laughs> he changed races. <laughs> Who knows? It's crazy. Crazy how it works in a detective agency. I mean, he's played a million of the roles now that he's an old man, but... Morgan Freeman's been in a bunch of those movies where he plays just an That's old, tired man. That's this what could, I this said. Did you say Morgan Freeman? I did say. This could give him a comedic role, too. Check we the don't tapes. See comedic things. Check the tapes, Sydney. What about um Samuel L. Jackson? I want to give him some... Give him some... <laughs> he's too... He's too powerful. Is, he has too much power. We need the detective to be a little yeah, bit... Our, our detective <laughs> needs to be a little more tired. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson can play tired. What about also Danny DeVito? <laughs> yeah. also Danny DeVito. Every person is just Danny Let's DeVito. Both. Actually, someone. His I've twin a lot brother. Of people, his twin brother is. A lot of people on the internet chief. have been waiting for a movie like that to happen when everyone's played by Danny DeVito. We could make it. This is our chance, everybody. What about uh? What about with his recent comeback, uh, Eddie Murphy? Ooh. Mm. That that this could give him some new like some it. new buzz. And like you know, he's been he's been doing stuff again recently i i am for eddie murphy i i still think anthony hopkins would be good but i like eddie murphy anthony hopkins is, anthony is too hopkins... serious for well, me he, he could show us because this like... this is it, this is still a comedy Hannibal overall Lecter? yeah he's, was it yeah. Hannibal Lecter? yes Did he yeah. play Hannibal Lecter? yeah let's have him reprise the role <laughs> hopkins is in the movie. as Hannibal Lecter. he's he's not the detective can anthony hopkins be one of the criminals yes. though yes <laughs> Sure. He could be like. I feel like it's below his pay. He could be in the. He could be in the cold open. But. He's caught, and then the detective can come back to him later for information. So he has like a, a double scene. Well, I like to imagine, or it's just like a quick thing where they like think he's a cannibal, <laughs> and it turns out he's not. Because again, keeping it a little bit more on the lighter yeah. side, but they're like, he's just got a bunch of meat and stuff, and they're like, this guy's crazy. No, I just like steak, man. Let's have Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's getting old, you know. It's true. Okay, detective. I vote Eddie Murphy. So Eddie Murphy is our detective. We have our Janet. We have our captain. And now we need the the museum curator that they're like, this is the guy, even though it's not the guy. I imagine this old dude Uh... with like white hair and glasses. That's what I imagine. Why not be a, be a woman? woman. <laughs> let's make it. Yeah, let's make okay. it a woman. Let's make it Lucy Lou. Let's make Lucy Lou. I love Lucy Lou. 
I gotta look at what they look like, Lucy too. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Fuck. You know Lucy what? Lucy Lou's great. That, that works. Yeah, do Lucy Lou. All right, so we got our four main people, and then... Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> it's, it's just, this is a very expensive movie. <laughs> Let's just add Harrison Ford while we're at it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Harrison Ford is the one that puts together the, the Ren Fair. <laughs> yes. He's the, the Ren Fair lead that, like, is knocking on the detective's door being like, hey, are, are you finally able to come this year? And the detective's like, no, I've got a fucking, i got another case. Uh, Good to Jimmy's been killed. It's very exciting. You can come now. Yay. <laughs> and we all hated Jimmy. So it's unambiguously a good ending. It's like, Jimmy, the one that always taunted you. But Billy, like, you don't get to come because you do good work in the police. <laughs> and, then, and then he dies and he's like, aha, I get to find a murderer at the rent fair. In my bad costume. That's the sequel, um, Murder at the Ren Fair. But we don't like Jimmy. I don't think it's compelling to figure out who killed Jimmy. We don't even know Jimmy. <laughs> I know Jimmy. Fuck that He's guy. played by Steve Aoki. Anyway, Steve I think Aoki. that... <laughs> I mean, unless anyone else yeah, has got an any, American any thoughts on our story. Yeah, that's... that's... Well, we have to pitch it. We, oh, have, to we pitch have to pitch it. it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And good thing we have uh, we have a Hollywood professional. Hollywood producer. Everyone say hello to our producer. She's talking on this episode. Hello, Sydney. She's a Hollywood producer. She lives in L.A. She has produced 18 films. She she is she knows all the big wigs, and she's deciding right here, right now, if she's gonna buy the right. Spoiler alert: film. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> she's got twenty dollars to her name. She's gonna spend it all on this movie. It's our last chance at Hollywood, folks. Will she make it? If not, you'll see us as a uh, concept film on Vimeo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so let's see. Let's start with just like... We also don't know how to do a pitch. Do any of us know We're how to do a pitch? To. I mean, I went, I went, I went to school for it, but... Oh, yeah, well, I was gonna she... say, Michael went to film school, so... If he doesn't know how to do a pitch, he did not go to Columbia properly because that's all we did. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, but that's why I'm actually going to leave the pitch. I think our best person to pitch this is Chris. I agree. Because he's, oh the one that's been, he's been the one that's been fighting basically everything in this movie. So I, I want to I hear Chris pitch a movie. We're going to find oh out what Chris leaves God. in right. and what so, Chris so, changes so, at the last second. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, Chris, uh, let's feel free to pitch it however you want. <laughs> yep, let's, let's pretend to do this, like pretend to do this properly. So just... You know, you guys were already coming in. I have like three assistants who trail behind me. They just brought me a coffee and some waters. Would you guys like any waters? Would you like any snacks or anything? Nope, everybody caviar? good. <laughs> Do you have caviar on hold? Unfortunately, we don't. Um, we can bring you guys some waters, though, or maybe even a little bit of sparkling water. I, I only water. take Canada Dry. You have sparkling wine. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Uh, so I, we didn't, unfortunately, get any pitch materials from you guys ahead of time. I know this is really last minute, but I appreciate you guys you know, mm. squeezing us in. But we're really excited. We heard you have some kind of mystery comedy concept. So why don't you guys uh, start off? Tell us all about it. I would be glad to. Picture this. An old man looking at a Ren fair. Have you pictured it? <laughs> yes. I haven't been to a Ren fair, but I have the vague idea of what it would be like. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Maybe we'll accept you as our producer. <laughs> Get out of my office. We, <laughs> come on! <laughs> That's all it took. You're pitching to us. 
Uh, let me uh, imagine this. There's a man looking at a renaissance fair. He longs for it, but sadly, his sense of justice prevents him. He is the city's most prestigious detective man. He is the owner of the detective shop. All he wants to do is go to this renaissance fair. But every time somebody says, I've got a murder for you to solve. And he says, no. And they say, but please. And he says, okay. Anyways. I, I just, I'm, I'm already, you know, we're still early. We're still working things out. I'm a little concerned about your character's motivation. Just because mm -hmm. a run fair, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it sounds fun. It's an extracurricular thing. It's bonding. It's having fun. I can't say if it's a giant driving force. Well, considering... he has a dead wife. He has a dead wife. <laughs> he has a dead wife that has always wanted, he's always wanted to go to the fair with his but dead how, wife. He's how, always wanted to go with the dead wife. How does that play in though? Cause like with, with detective stories, with that, you know, meaty solving crime, getting justice, there's an inner drive mm -hmm. to, you know, mm -hmm. uncover secrets and bring truth and justice to those well, who he's do done wrong. That. He's done that. He wants to just go to this Ren fair with his dead wife. <laughs> I don't think you that know, fits. And it's, it's that the driving force is that he can't let himself, he can't let crimes begin. Could you I see? could I recommend maybe something a little more having maybe his dead wife had a child and they have a child or a grandchild who is going to be maybe you know doing some performance at the Ren Fair or something where it's a little more personally nah, motivated. No, we, we, we don't believe in that generational bullshit. This is he did not have any kids. This no 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 no. Yeah, he was impotent. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a driving force. Does that add to his driving force? Chris. I'm a little skeptical about most people, no matter how good they are, they can get a weekend off to go to the If he fair. takes a weekend off, a if he, off, it's a comedy of errors. If he takes a week off, five people are dead. Guaranteed. He took he took a week off back a in 97 and it was, massacre. It was bad. Massacre, bad things man. happened. Massacre. It was so the worst. What kind of town is this where this one single man, he kind of is the threshold guardian between all that. Have you ever seen Batman? Have you ever seen Batman? It's kind of like you know, that. You know, you know Danny DeVito? <laughs> he's not good at his job. Dan DeVito is really bad at his job. In fact, he's so bad, he encourages violence. He's the police chief. Okay, because I was going to say, Danny DeVito is very good at his job as an actor. <laughs> Guys, I think we're creating an SNL skit. Yeah, this is, oh boy. Just a little bit. <laughs> this is why we call it shit, fake folk. It was only going to end this way. Also, I rolled uh, roll the three, anyways. so Sydney is not buying our script. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. I feel like you have at least like plus two or three to persuade Thank you. Thank you. I rolled an 11. That's Maybe. a bit better. Hey! <laughs> I'm just going to say I rolled a natural zero. Um, <laughs> we're going to say you guys rolled high enough that we're like, we'll, well, keep, going. we'll, keep, we'll going. keep going. I'm a little skeptical. Okay, anyways, but... um, a woman played by Catherine Tate shows up. She says, my job as a multi-level marketing woman uh, has come to an end. I have no experience, but I can solve crimes. Uh, very well. And he says, this is my chance. My dead wife always wanted me to go to this Ren Faire and I can finally do it before I die. Cause he's gonna die soon. <laughs> 
He just feels it. Oh. He's a detective. Okay, He's a detective. I was going to say, is he sick? Oh. So he can tell. Also, he side knows note, when people will die. Is Catherine Tate doing an American accent or an English accent? Uh, I don't know. She's, she's she switching, is. actually. It's, 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 it does both. Oh. It's, it's foreshadowing for All her right. duplicitous nature. <laughs> she's a little bit Australian. All right. There's you know, a Philly um, accent in there somewhere. At each each scene, it's a different accent. It's really, it's it's a choice, but we it's made an artistic it. So cre- it's an artistic choice. So, you seem to have cast this, actually, at least have very distinct characters and actors in mind. Who's the lead? Who's the lead, you ask? DJ Steve Aoki. Does he act as well? I don't think so. I'm not familiar with him. I don't think so, but I don't remember who we cast, so I've decided to pull some strings. It was Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Murphy. We're committing now. We're committing now. We're committing. We've Just already we've already Steve made a Aoki. promise. I'm, we're gonna have to call up Eddie Murphy and say sorry. We decided to go with Steve Aoki instead. I'm so sorry. Anyway, Steve Aoki. We're gonna age him up a little bit so he's an older man. Uh, currently right. he oh is uh, 43. And that just won't do it for me. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Anyways, so they go on a hunt. And, uh, well, we don't know that she's a... Well, we think the multi-level... We think she's just a pawn. Oh, no. Oh, no. But we'll get to that later. A uh, pawn for murder. Who? <laughs> we think it's an MLM, but... <laughs> It's actually a murder scheme. So she used to be a multi-level marketing. She was in charge of a big LMLM, yeah, something like and that got in, Yeah. Um, maybe <laughs> fell out. She lost a bunch of money. Maybe got in a little trouble with the government, and then wanted a fresh start and decided detective work or murder. All right. Um, well, the MLM so, is uh, actually. Is she, Training to be a she's detective or a little bit, of column, a, a little bit of column B, you see. They think she's just selling makeup, but she's actually selling murder. But they don't know it's her. You know, they've been trying to... Chris was the perfect choice for this I'm pitch. so glad he's making it. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> so she wasn't high up in the MLM. She was one That's of the lower think. level That's people going to meet think. people oh, signing. They think she's... But she's running the whole damn thing. I don't, but I, instead of... I don't remember discussing any of this But instead of... <laughs> You know, it's let me let me tell you about organized woman crime. So instead of but instead of selling the makeup, she's murdering people. But then that has nothing to do with they what's know, currently they, going you know, on in the story. Whispers, there's with whispers. There's protagonist who there's whispers at the Ren Fair that you know. I gotta say, she is far more interesting to me yeah, but than she, this detective. She's not gonna be interesting until the end, so it's cool. Well, okay. She's so, very boring for the Why don't we... Catherine Tate, the only interesting what, about what? her is her accents. She's a badly so, written character. We, we have we have a detective. Poor Catherine, she won't take the role then. Um, so, she likes accent work. We have a favor. I saved her from a drowning in a river. Let's try to, you know, right now it's getting very muddled. We're getting into backstory. We're not interested in that. We're looking for this story. What's the inciting incident? This is the detective story. What's um, the crime? Uh, the, somebody stole from a museum gift shop. Just well, and somebody shop? put a bomb. In the gift oh shop. Oh my god. But we don't know that yet. Someone's been murdered. Okay, so in the there's gift bomb, shop. we don't. I will say the bomb and murder sounds more in line with this town you've described, which seems to be yes. complete anarchy, aside from this one single yes, pillar of light. Yeah. And it's keeping him from he the is the only he is... that his dead wife wants to go to right now. This is getting further and further from our original story with, with every. There's. 
some events at a <laughs> museum <laughs> gift shop. There's been a murder um, bomb suicide. I would also like to point out, the only time a gift shop has been mentioned is from Chris. Ryan and I have never once mentioned the there gift shop. There was no gift shop in the story at all. Yeah. Uh, but it's at a museum. We did bring up the museum. I love this pitch so much. Guys, my head hurts from laughing. I'm glad that he's robbing a museum gift shop now. I'm, I'm very happy about it. So, Catherine Tate... Fresh start. Mm -hmm. uh, her name's Janet. She is involved mm -hmm. in this whole situation. There's some very dramatic event <laughs> happening at this museum. Museum gift shop. Gift shop. What? What's so you? You know, you guys know enough about stories that you might oh. be aware that the act two of a mm -hmm. feature script is called mm -hmm. The Fun and Games. So what's The Fun and Games? Like the premise of this is this guy who always well, gets he... everything right who's this great it's actually, detective, it's very, and then a little I, bit of yeah, him there's a, trying to- It's very fun, uh, sir, okay. Sir, interrupting the producer <laughs> while she's talking is not a smart move. Oh my goodness, you killed Chris. Don't explain storytelling to me. I won't be producer splay. Chris, keep in mind, Chris in mind, I, I rolled an 11 and Michael rolled uh, like a three. So keep, please remember this. So it's all up to me. So what I'm saying is there's yeah. fun and games. The two big premises I'm hearing from this is- Don't, I got the fun and games. I know what, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> I really- Do you want me to pitch them fun Chris, and games? Chris, I want you to pitch well, these I'm just, fun and games. Well, I, I want you to be aware first of what the premises that you have established. Cause okay. you've got kind of two premises here. You've got- Guy who needs a break mm -hmm. to go to Ren Fair. Pillar of Justice. No, it, it ties all in together perfectly. So they're going around. They're trying to find, uh, they're trying to find out who's doing it. But while they're doing it, the detective is murdering people. Oh my God. And framing Janet all um, the while. He's trying. He's, you know, it's very <laughs> cute though. It's very fun while he's doing it. He's like, he's like pushing them down the stairs and he says, I wonder who did it. I don't know. I just know. feel like I'd be slowly backing out of the pitch room and be like, this is not my story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. Stevie Oki has decided that this multi-level marketing woman would be the perfect person to set up for all crime in the city. To solve all crime in the city? No. She is, she's, he's gonna frame every single case he's ever done on this one woman because he hates multi-level marketing schemes. It's what killed his wife. All and that... right. Uh, that's a mm. bit of a turn. It feels a little more serious, a little bit more revenge. Well, he's doing a little bit with a little bit of uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. All right. He's, you know, it's very charming how he's trying to get this woman on death row. It's very charming. So he's- We trust Stevie Oki to do a good job with this. So he's framing her and why specifically her? Is she lower level? Is she higher level? What level was she at? She, she's done murder. She's actually, oh, it's going to be a great twist later. It's still she, very she, unclear she, to me. Where's my champagne? I was promised champagne at the beginning of this. I did not promise you champagne. I heard sparkling something. Water. Well, you know, what? Jesus touch it's become sparkling wine. Let's... All right, I, I think, reds? guys, I'm rooting for you. I can't even find the beginning of a singular thread throughout the story of what <laughs> we could do to make this work. Well, he he wants to go. Well, he wants to go to uh, he wants to go to the Ren Fair. 
and he's willing to he's willing to murder that is right that is safe from original pitch remember his dead wife remember the dead wife do you remember the dead wife guys i appreciate your time but i think i'm we're gonna have to pass on this one i would clean it up find a little clear emotional motivation guys, as to why we don't need to do this, this go daddy guys go daddy do you, do you not empathize with a dead wife all, are you so cruel need. are you so cruel that you don't want this man to, no... to bring his dead wife to a <laughs> renaissance fair he's just dragging around Mr. her dead Beale. body <laughs> Is your mo- is is his motivation in the story about him avenging his dead wife, getting over his dead wife, moving on from his dead wife? Going to is the Ren Fair with the dead wife. Going to the Ren Fair It seems like you're really he not wants- understanding this. Yeah. So a weekend at Bernie's situation. No, everyone Possibly. knows she's dead. He's dragging a dead body around the Ren Fair. It's very simple. I was thinking like an urn, like a Grecian urn. But like, yeah, that dead body. That's totally what we're going for. Yeah, completely. Oh, so he's carrying around the ashes? No, forget the ashes. I like no, that we've forget the just... ashes. No, dead body for sure. Oh, it's just no, 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 dead body. We're doing it. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> the urn will be played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> we need a guys... big name actress I... to play our dead body, and we just drag it around <laughs> the Ren Fair. You're telling me you wouldn't go watch a movie where Eddie Murphy drags a Kate Blanchett around a Ren Fair? <laughs> and and think about so think about the emotional the connection. We see him making an outfit for the dead body. He sewed it himself. He learned how to sew. And when she was alive, she, he said, I would never sew you an outfit. But then. This is an entirely it. different story than the detective story. Because that, well, that's, that's the beginning. Totally there, there's a third. There's a 40 minute beginning. All right. And that ends um, this episode of yes. Shipstick. I'm calling it there, folks. Yes. <laughs> Please, dear God. Woo. Holy shit, that was... Did we get kicked out of the pitch meeting? We, we did that, that the yeah. When did... You probably got, like, kicked out within the first, like, five minutes, maybe less, where it's like, oh, no, we're working on something similar to this. Sorry, thanks, guys, but we're already got something greenlit. <laughs> or, like, this just doesn't sound like anything that really works with Also, there's, there's so Thank much so more much to a pitch having... than just starting with the story. That was a lot. Well, <laughs> which you didn't even get to and kept changing what it was. Which, like, because I was just trying to bring up my central problems I had with this already is I think the motivation is a little wishy-washy. And, like, I don't know See, how... that, the fun and games needs that, to be clear in terms of what was the your crime problem, is. You wanted to take this seriously when we were, and by we I mean Chris, was taking it entirely as a joke. It, and it, I loved it. I thought that. it was really funny. It was the you know, funniest as soon, fucking thing. As soon as you made it my pitch meeting... <laughs> It was game over. Oh, it I was know. game over. I know. I knew what I was doing when I said, <laughs> Chris, you're pitching it. I also had like, because I had actual like issues with this that I was like, because I think it's fun. The elements that you guys did before you like just <laughs> said, fuck it. But like, I thought it would be really interesting. Okay. He has some kind of like friend or somebody who can open up to because it's right now it's very odd that he's like working towards this goal of like needing a day off. And I'm like. Does he have a friend he can talk to where he can, like, express this feeling of, like, I never wife. get to have any time for myself and my <laughs> entire life wife. has passed me by? <laughs> He's been talking to the dead wife for the past 30 years. Yeah, she sits in a chair in his apartment. This got so disturbing. <laughs> also, like, part of me was also, like, and we didn't get around to this because things went off the rails so fast over but like also the fact that he's not a detective with the police station he's just an independent detective which he has he doesn't get access to crime scenes he, he doesn't does. get this all does. this shit this one does no well, they ask him they ask him <laughs> they invite him danny yeah, devito if, if, if we're doing a sherlock consulting detective 
then that's something different. But the average private eye doesn't get access to crime scenes. They're not encouraged by the like people working at police stations. Like there's levels to this. And I'm like, it's great to have a comedy, but also like you need to have the mystery figured out and then how the comedic elements uh, play uh, into that. Sydney's <laughs> disappointment in us aside, thank you for listening yes. to this episode. <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for joining us again. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. This, Absolute pleasure. <laughs> this was just so funny. Thank you, Chris, for pitching this. Uh, thank you, Sydney, yeah, for just being so MVP. disappointed in us. MVP. <laughs> and taking this <laughs> 10 times seriouser than well, the rest I'm of us Well, I'm disappointed because you had a cool... If y'all had just listened to episode one again, because you had some, like, fun nuggets in there that I think if you spun them out could have been good, but <laughs> you then you all... Went, I put all well, the blame in Michael remember. for okay. putting me in charge. I, I am I not responsible for my I own actions. I take the blame because this is, I think, one of our funniest yeah, episodes. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great decision. I thought it was... Perfect. <laughs> uh, but thank but you for anywho, so make sure to like and share and do all that fun stuff. Sydney, since you, you know you produce and you don't often get to say this, I'll let you do the official outro. All right. Well, let's start with uh, thank you, Ryan Tucker, for coming and joining us, and also like providing us the song we've pleasure. been using for the beginning and end of almost all of our episodes. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I guess myself. Uh, I'm always looking for more music to write, whether it be podcasts. Or short films. Uh, so please, hire me. Let me write music for you. I'll happily do it. We can become friends. It'll be great. Do you have an email or website yes. you can uh, Sure, rytuckmusic.com. You can find my work on there. And uh, check out my Instagram as well. I did a thing where I wrote like songs for an entire week. Uh, it was very frustrating, but fruitful. Uh, feel free to go check it out there but yeah that's what i that's what i got all right uh then we're gonna do a thank you to samantha lee who is probably the only one on our team not here but thank you for doing all of the marketing and promotion hey. for us if you want to follow us on instagram twitter or uh tiktok you can follow us at sh underscore t f i c uh we post usually just before episodes and tiktoks even less so but we have them if you'd like to follow us and please take snippets of this sound of all of the nonsense you hear on our podcast and create your own TikToks. We encourage it highly. Uh, thank you, Chris and Michael. Y'all are just chaos gremlins, and I love it. This is why I wanted you guys to be close. I think Chris and I are out of a job. I think they deserve Listen, I can't do the chaos. I am lawful to the core. So I need the chaos people because that's how I I can't do the comedy like that. So that's why I love you. We're the we're the, um, the right drunk and the edit sober. You're the edit sober and we're the right drunk, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I'm always the edit sober. <laughs> I'm going to thank myself considering I came up with the name of this podcast. I edit it i do the distribution and usually among the promotion team so thank you to me because lord help me it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> thank you Sydney. thank you god thank you god uh, and thank you all so much for listening like michael said please rate and review and subscribe these things really help us especially in apple Podcasts, but really like any app that you use i'm pretty sure it's not gonna hurt us but thank you all so much uh have a lovely night, day, whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much. Chris, so, you're, out, so your outline. Shit, yeah. <laughs>